Hey, hey, hey. Thank you once again for joining me on Amazing Grace with a new episode today titled Chosen. We're going to be talking about how God chose you, how he chose me, how he chose us. This is something where um, I did... um, find in his word with the journey that I've been on about getting validation from the word of God about who I am in Christ. I pray that this episode blesses you and touches you in a way where it makes you look at yourself in a different way to know that you were chosen by God to do whatever he has for you to do on this earth. So we're going to jump right into the word of God and I'll be coming from John 15 and 16. And it says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit shall remain. That whatever you ask for, no, whatever you ask, the Father in my name, he may give it to you. That verse sounds so promising. It sounds so refreshing and it's so rewarding because in the word of God, you see, you hear, you clearly see that God is giving you a gift and that's access to the father. And he has chosen you. Yes, you, whoever is under the sound of my voice, I am talking to you. God has chosen you to be appointed. He has appointed you to bear fruit on this earth. You know, you're not here by mistake. Yes, you have purpose for your life. And this is proof that God is saying to you that he has chosen you. I'm here to encourage you because I know what it feels like to feel like, why me, God? Why did you choose me? I didn't want this um, this role. I didn't want this platform or I didn't want this anointing. Like, why did you choose me? These are the questions that I used to ask myself um, at an early age when I first came to God. And I'm re- I'm just realizing why I was asking those questions. It wasn't that I didn't want the anointing. It, it wasn't that I didn't want the platform. It wasn't that I did not want um, the calling that he has placed over my life. It was that I did not understand my worth. When you don't understand your worth and when you don't understand what God has implanted on the inside of you, you will confuse that with not wanting it. But you will confuse it with I can't do it. You will feel as if when you don't know your worth or when you don't know why God has placed a certain um, talent or anointing or gift on the inside of you. If you don't understand that and if you don't embrace it, you you will start to feel like you don't want it. You will start to feel like. Um, why, why, why do I have this? What, what you want me to do with, you know, all these different kind of feelings will come up in you because you don't know what to do with what God has given you. But when you take the time to get to know yourself, like how, how I've been doing, 
When you take the time to get to know yourself in the word of God, when you take the time to get to understand the elements of what he's showing you about the gifts and the, and the, and the promises that he has over your life, then you're, you're able to see clearly on why you need to do what you need to do, why you need to make your mark on this earth, why you need to move forward and not be afraid, why you need to bust these doors wide open because you don't need to stay still. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit um, of, of love and a sound mind. And you have to understand that what he has given you, he has equipped you to perform whatever he has given you. He will not give you something. He will not give you a talent. He will not give you a gift. He will not choose you without showing you the way. He will not choose you without preparing you for the doors that you have to go through. It's all about um, yielding to the Holy Spirit. It's all about allowing God to make his way in your life, in your life. So at the beginning of the verse, it said that I did not, you did not choose me. We didn't choose God. Most of us, we came to God when we were in pain. We came to God when we was broken. Do you think that's by mistake? No, it wasn't. It was God's way of drawing us back to him. It was God's way of saying, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to have to start something in her life or his life. I'm going to have to do something to where they see me now. They hear me now where their hearts and their souls are ready to receive what I have for them. We didn't choose one day to wake up and say, you know what? I'm going to go to church today and I'm going to get my life right. And no, you had to be in a place where enough is enough. You had to be in a place where you was like, God, I can't do this anymore. And the only reason why you got to that place is because God was calling you back. He chose you. He chose you in that broken place. He chose you in that unfortunate place that you were in your life. And he called you forth. That is when he picked you up. That is when he turned your life around. And that is when he placed your feet on solid ground. That is when God chose you. Not only did he choose you, but he appointed you that you should go and bear, bear the fruit so appointed, appointed is to assign a job or a role to someone. God doesn't just choose us, but he appoints us to a job, a role, and an assignment. Only God will show you your assignment. Only God will appoint you a role on this earth. Only God. Even the word says that that um that God chooses people that God chooses some of those to do certain things on the earth he chooses some for things that he needs to to be performed on this earth So appointed can also be um, determined or the decision of a time or a place. So God could assign you at a certain time and in a certain place for you to be and to be around because he needs you in that season. 
He can choose you out of people who have advances over you, who have degrees over you, who have more experience than you. Have you ever been in a situation where God literally picks you out of the crowd of people who you think that that deserve it more than you or people who you think been there longer than you? Because he has done that to me. He has done that to me and it's not by mistake. It's just that you have the mark on you. God has chosen you to bust these doors wide open. He has chosen you because you have the heart of a servant. You have a heart of a disciple. A disciple is somebody who is a student and God loves those who are humble enough to humble themselves and to learn from him. He chooses those who have been humble enough to understand that God is not I, but it is you that is working through me. I always tell God that I am just a vessel. I am just a vessel and you are working within me. So in the scripture, when it says that he chose you and appointed you so that you should go and bear fruit, the fruit that he's talking about is, 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 is it expressed as a, a sac, a sacrificial service. Okay. Something that you do on the earth that God has placed on your heart. If you feed the homeless, that is the service. That is the fruit that you are putting on this earth. If you're doing women ministry, that is the service, the sacrificial service that you are putting on this earth. If you do praise and worship, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're serving, if you're an armor bearer for your, your pastor, if you're a teacher on this earth, if you're a doctor, if you're a scientist, he has placed those fruits in you to be planted in this earth. Everybody has fruit. Everybody bears fruit. Everybody carries the weight and the support and they endure in the fruit that God has given to them. This thing is heavy. You ever hear somebody say that? This thing, this gift is heavy. This anointing is heavy because you have to bear it. You have to eat the whole roll, the sweet, the bitter, the, the everything with that comes with that weight, that comes with that anointing, that comes with that gift. You have to bear it all. And the reason why you have it is because God knows that you can bear it. He will not give you an anointing. He will not give you a gift if he felt like you could not bear it. For he is the finisher and the author of our faith. God is so amazing. He knows what we can carry. He chooses us for certain things on this earth. He picks us and he carries us through until he knows that we're able to walk it out on this earth. He not only wants us to bear the weight and the fruits that he has given to us, the services that we are putting out on the earth, but he wants us to remain. He wants us to stand still. He wants us to, to endure. He wants us to be strong. He wants us to, to, to be able to, to say, Lord, for, for your will, I will serve. For your will, I will die. He wants us to stay in a place where we can be pruned, where we can be burned, where he can make us beautiful, where we can become more fruitful. 
We could become more fruitful in the services that we're already doing. Don't you know that when we step out of our comfort zone and we begin to work into a fruitful area in our lives, that fruitful area will open up more doors. That fruitful area will will allow you to multiply more fruit. And that's the idea. That's what God wants to do with us. He chooses us. He places us. He's appoint us. And then when he's appointing us, he He uses our gifts in mighty ways, the ways that we never thought that we can use them. He uses our gifts and then he opens up more doors. And before you know it, that gift of public speaking becomes to a, a gift of, 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 of a book. Okay, it can, the book can become a gift to um, to to television. It can it can just keep going and going and going. You just never know what God is planting on the inside of you. One thing that I do know is that God always he always shows us visions. He always shows us dreams about where we're going to go, where we're going to do. Have you ever had a dream when you were younger or older and the dream seems so far off? It seems so much bigger than you. Listen, when God is in something, it's going to be bigger than you. Because if it's not bigger than you, then how will God work his his way in your life? If it's not bigger than you, how would you do it without him? He says that you can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthen you. Through these fruits and through these services, God wants us to do them through him. We cannot do things in our own might. If you're doing something in your own might and you feel like that is easy, um, I want you to go back to praying and I want you to seek God more because whatever he has for you, it's going to be bigger than you. And you're going to need him to trust him for him to carry you through. Absolutely must believe it. Don't be afraid of the dreams that he has shown you. Don't be afraid of the things that he has put in your belly. Don't be afraid of those things. Go forth, brother. Go forth, sister. And know that that is the very thing that God has shown you. And to know that he has chosen you. Even when you feel like it's too big, even when you feel like, Lord, I can't do it. He has given that vision to you. He would not have spoken it to you. He would not have shown you dreams about it if he did not feel like you were in the the candidate for the job. You got the job. Now it's time for you to perform it. You have the job. He's giving you visions. He's giving you instructions. He's giving you the things that you need to have, but you refuse because you don't believe. You don't believe. I need you to believe in yourself. I need you to believe that you can do all things through Christ. I need you to believe that he has chosen you and appointed you. That you should go and bear the fruit. And that you shall remain, that you should stay, that you should not be moved by your insecurities, that you should not be moved by what haters got to say, that you should not be moved by circumstances, feeling like you don't have enough financial uh, things coming your way or you don't have enough support. Don't worry about support. You worried about doing. You worried about putting your feet to the work. You're worried about doing what God told you to do. And everything that needs to happen will follow in alignment with what God has for you because if I worried about support honey I would not be doing a podcast trust and believe I would not do it 
I would not do it. But because I know that God showed me this vision, because I know that God placed it in my belly and in my heart, and he given me the tools to do it, I started it without support. I started it because this is what I know. This is a sacrificial service. I have to make sure that I am consistent with what I do. I have to make sure that I am studying. I'm making myself approval for to, to tell you guys what God has given me. I have to be intentional about seeking him every week before I post a podcast. These are things that I'm doing as services unto God. And because I did it and because God chose me to do it, because this is not something that I woke up in the middle of the night and be like, you know what? Oh, I want to do a podcast. No, ma'am. This, this right here was something that was planted on the inside of me and I could not get it away from me until God said, okay, now it's the time for you to do it. Not only did he did that for me, but he put people in place, people in my life who encouraged me. Listen, when you gonna start it? When you gonna do it? And sometimes when God chooses you for it, when he, he knows how stubborn you can be or he knows that you want move, he will send his people. He will send his people. He will send his people to come and nag you. <laughs> they will come and they will talk to you and they will tell you what the Lord God says. When you gonna start your business? When you gonna start your book? When you gonna start this? When you gonna start that? Trust and believe. I know that it's, it, it gets on you sometimes, but it's God showing you that. Listen, I chose you and I'm waiting on you. I chose you and I'm waiting on you to carry this weight. And what the Holy Spirit is saying that you don't have to carry it alone. For the word of God says, cast all your cares upon me. God just want a willing yes. He just want a yes, Lord. He wants a yes, Lord. He wants you to move on his behalf. Do not be afraid. Make the first move and watch God work. Make the first move and watch God work. Whatever he has placed on your heart, whatever he has placed in your spirit, make the first move and watch God work. Because what he has given to you could work for you. Don't put it on your best friends. Don't put it on your, your siblings. Don't put it on your family. Because sometimes what God has given to you may not work for another person. You have to know when it's God. And you have to know when God is talking to you and, and he's moving you on that thing because you can't share it with everybody either. Because you have people who are unbelievers. You have people who will, who will come and they will try to, to, um, to, to rain on your parade. They don't want you to, they want you broken. They want you not doing anything. They want you to be lazy. They want you to be that person. But some people are not comfortable with you becoming who you are. Some people are not comfortable with you becoming who God wants you to be. And you have to be discerning of those things. Be discerning of about the people that you tell your dreams and your visions to. If they hating or if, they, if they're, they're, they're being discouragement. Oh, I don't know if you want to do that right now because don't you got a lot of stuff going on? No, 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 no. Be discerning about what you say to the ones that are around you. Be discerning. God has chosen us. And he has appointed us. And he has given us all gifts and talents and anointings. Because he loves us so much. 
He has created us. He knows our inner parts. He knows our minds. He knows our thoughts. And God thinks of you in a very, very good way. He loves every part of you. And he wants to show you off to the world. He wants the world to get a piece of you. He wants the world to experience him through you. Think about it. God has chosen you because he wants the world to experience him through you. That's awesome. That is amazing. If you don't know your purpose, that is your purpose. That is your purpose for the world to experience God through you. When you walk through your job, it's not just you that people see. They want to see God. Let them see God. When you walk into a room, your presence is not just a presence, but your presence is the presence of the Lord. You are not of this world. You are in the world, but you are not of this world. You are a child of the king. You are a child of royalty. Own that thing. Walk in that thing. Because he has chosen you to do a good work. He has chosen you to make a mark on this earth. He has chosen you to rise up and walk in your authority. God has given you the authority to do what he has called you to do. No more lacking. No more sitting on your gifts. No more not believing in yourself. I am here to encourage you to know that you know that you have been chosen by God. He said it in his word, John 15 and 16, that you did not choose me, but I chose you. And I have appointed you to go. He has appointed you to go. He has appointed you to go. If you needed a word to go, this is your word right now. He has appointed you to go. And God is saying enough of sitting on your insecurities, enough of sitting on your doubts. You have to believe you have to move because there are people who are waiting on your anointing. There are people who are waiting on your book. There are people who are waiting on your gifts. But you're worried about what they're going to say. You're worried about if you're going to have support. You're worried about, am I going to fit in? You're worried about, is the door going to open? You won't know until you make a move. And don't just make the move, but I need you to make it with God. I need you to make it with God. And to understand that at the end of the scripture... He said to you that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Don't worry about the finances. Don't worry about the support. Don't worry about any of that. Don't worry about your insecurities because this is what you have to understand. And I learned this from Sarah Jakes. She said that it's not that you have insecurities that keep you from it, but you have to learn how to pray to God to help you to work around those insecurities. Because sometimes our insecurities keep us connected to God. Sometimes our insecurities keep us on our prayer life. It, sometimes our insecurities draw us back to God. But we have to learn to ask God, help me to move around my insecurities and to get this job done. Pull me through God. Help me through this. 
whatever in his word at the end of the scripture he said whatever you ask the father in my name remind God of his word Don't be afraid when you're praying. Don't be afraid to put authority in that thing. God, you said, you said whatever I ask in your name that you will give it to me. Lord, I made the sacrifice. I'm doing the sacrificial services. I'm doing what you told me to do. I'm making the podcast. I'm doing the episodes. Lord, that you said whatever I ask in your name that you would do it, God. Bless it, God. Bless it to touch the ears that need to hear it, God. Bless it, Lord, to be a blessing to people, household. God, bless it to make it through the nations, God. Through the nations, God, that they may hear the word of God. That they may hear whatever you have placed on my heart. God, let it touch their ears and let it touch their soul. God, that is my prayer because it's not about fame for me. It's not about fame, but it's about me doing God's will. It's about him choosing me for this. He chose me on purpose for his purpose. And it's for me to do the will of God. I don't care if I get one listener. I don't care if I get two. I don't care if I get 10. I don't care if I get a hundred. All I know is that God said, do it and I'm doing it. And it takes that for God to work. It takes a willing soul. It takes a willing mind. And it takes a well-made up mind to do what God is telling you to do. But you must remember. You have to remember that you have purpose and God has chosen you. You do not choose him. He has chosen you. And he has appointed to you that you may go and you may bear the fruit of serving, of allowing people on this earth to experience God through you. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you are encouraged to understand your worth, to understand that God sees you as a a, a disciple. He sees you as a person, his friend, his servant, his student. He sees you as someone that he knows that he can use on this earth. And I pray over everyone that is under the sound of my voice, God. Those that are struggling with insecurities. Those that are struggling with their purpose on this earth. Those that just want to be used, God. But they don't know where to be used at. I pray, God, that you give them clarity in the things that you have for them. I pray, God, that you begin to to, to let them have dreams, God, and visions, God. That you will show them of the very way and the very path that you will have them to go. I pray, God, against any distractions. I pray, God, for naysayers and, and haters, God, Lord, that you will close the mouth of the lion. And, God, that you will allow your word to speak up and rise up in their bellies. God, that they will flow like the rivers of living water. I pray, God, Lord, that you are with them, that you will never leave or forsake them. I pray, God, against any darkness, God, that your light will reign in their life. Lord, that your light and your glory will shine upon their continents, God, that they will see you in the most beautifulest way, God, that they won't see trouble, that they won't see pain, they won't see depression, they won't see oppression, but they will see life, they will see love, they will see joy, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, Lord, that you are placing the right people in their lives, that you are opening up the right doors, God, that you are, you are helping them to become who you have called them to be. I pray, God, that even now that you are putting a fire under their feet, God, 
that they may do the work. They may do the work that they will not sit on their talents. They will not sit on their anointings. They will not sit on the projects that you have given them. But God, that they will move on your behalf. And I pray, God, Lord, that you give them a peace past all understanding. And I pray, God, that you are working and that your will will be done in their lives. God, we just thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your clarity. And we love on you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I hope to hear from you guys soon. I hope that you were blessed by this episode. Until next time on Amazing Grace, I will see y'all later. Bye.